County is full of amazing stories, and the purpose of this podcast is to collect those stories from the people that live them. Where We Landed is a podcast that recognizes our whole history told by the individuals that live and love this small Indiana community. Hello, and welcome to Where We Landed, a podcast that celebrates all of the stories of the amazing people that live and love our little town in Grant County and our county. They love our whole county. Um, I am Iris Brunner, and today um, it's a ladies' day, so I am joined by Alicia Hazelwood. Hello, hello. And Kylie Jackson. Hey, everybody. Oh, (laughs) there's the point where I don't make it awkward. My bad. So we do like to get to know each other a little bit extra. And so we'd done everything from quizzes to all sorts of weird stuff, like three, three, no, two truths and a lie, that kind of thing. So today we've got a question. I'm a champ and I'm still waiting on my gift. No trivia today. It's just a question that we all get to answer. So our guests can answer as well. So the question is, who was your favorite, your famous crush when you were in high school oh high school so some famous person oh. you had a crush on when you were in high school think about that that was so long ago oh i can tell you who mine is <laughs> okay like, well go right ahead off. go ahead i had a huge crush all through like junior high and high school on val kemler oh. <laughs> like kylie's like oh <laughs> no go back to the original top gun days mm-hmm. mm, oh. High school, though, I'm like, I could be yeah. like three right now, but all right, go. <laughs> no, what you said, high school. Oh, high school. oh crushes you oh, now. Yeah, three right yeah. now. Yeah, three yeah. right now. Oh, yeah. Okay, I was like, like well, boop, boop, boop. No, just so I, f- <laughs> I think the question mine. was actually phrased childhood. Oh, childhood. So for me, I was thinking like, Mm, probably when I was 12 or 13, I was obsessed with Jonathan Taylor Thomas <laughs> and Devin Sawa. You guys, do you remember them? Some from like the Wonder Years or something like Devin that? Devin Sawa. They were in Tom and Huck together. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. So my daughter was trolling me a ton. So a few months back, <laughs> uh, we took a cousin trip uh, to Nashville to go see New Kids on the Block. <laughs> <laughs> so Quinn was all over. She's like, okay, wait, show me these guys. And she's like Googling them and like looking up. And she's like, okay, show me when they were younger. Because right? <laughs> they are not cute now. <laughs> oh, she was dogging me good. She was dogging me good. Mm. So, All yeah. right, Lisa, what about you? So you said high school at first. So that's where yeah. I went to. I mean, you said childhood, but I'll stick with high school. And so it'd have to be Jalen Rose Ooh. with Michigan. Ooh. I love basketball. basketball and player. at that, you know, in, the, in high school, you know, yeah. they had five and they had the black socks and they just <laughs> yes. everything. And J- Jalen Rose is my jam. So, yeah. So, Jalen Rose. I love that because I can remember, like, you know, the Fab Five, you know, if yep. you were a Michigan fan, you're like, yeah. But if you were not a Michigan fan, you're like, no. But, like, now, like, to me, Jalen Rose is like, the coolest dude too. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the thirty for thirty that we watched on like the Fab Five? And like he just talked about how he knew his role was to talk trash, so he's going to get there and talk trash, and he's going to get in your head. And I love that. I love it. So, so I'm a little bit younger, and I only know Jalen Rose from the Pacers. Oh. And so I was a big fan of the Pacers. Oh, while okay. He was sure. on there, so okay. there you go. All right, Kelly. Yeah, yeah. You're younger. We know. <laughs> Rub it in. <laughs> all right. Oh, all right. Love it. Okay. 
Well, that was fun. So um, you may have recognized our guest voice uh, or you saw our name when you clicked on the episode. I don't know. Mm, Whatever. (laughs) Our guest today is Lisa Taylor Weaver. And we are thrilled to have her. She's the Director of Engagement at TCC, the Cellular Connection. Um, She has been employed by TCC since 1999 when she was four years old. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I have a very long, impressive bio here. I'm going to skip it because I want us to have a conversation. So we may touch on a few of these things, but um, we will just start the episode. Well, first of all, we're thrilled to have you. Thank you. Yeah, welcome. (laughs) And it takes forever for it to roll through. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So we start every episode by asking the question, uh, how did you land here? How you can start from wherever you want. Just tell us about how'd you end up in our community? Yeah. yeah. So um, I've been here my whole life. Um, I'll just give a little history. I would say um, my dad is from Lake Providence, Louisiana. Um, he came here in the 60s. We had an aunt. um who lived here. Um, She moved here from the South and he had an opportunity to come and work. Um, He passed up a academic scholarship at Grandland State University to come here and work because Mm -hmm. back then it was like, okay, do I go get my education or do I uh, pursue this opportunity? And so he came here to work and I think he worked for the Grant County, like the trash department, like, Uh, you know, back in the sixties. So I remember him telling stories about that. And so, um, yeah, so he came from Louisiana and my mother is from Muncie. And Mm -hmm. so she um, was born in Marion, raised in Muncie, but she moved back to Marion to take care of her grandfather. And it just so happened that where my grandfather lived and where my dad lived and with my aunt, um, it was across the street from each other, which is how they ended up meeting. That's sweet. And yeah, so my parents were married for 40 years and um, yeah, and right in what we call like down central Mary and my mom still lives there in that community. Mm. And so that's how I got here. And yeah, uh, yeah, so that, that's my story. And um, so just born and raised here, went to um, West side assembly, went to Lakeview, was a McCuller bear for one year. And then I went to Marion high school. So yeah, that's a little bit of my story. What did you do while you were in high school? What, were you involved with? Um, cheerleading, <laughs> obviously. Yes, yes. Um, I tell everybody I bleed purple and gold. Mm-hmm. Um, I absolutely love um, Marion High School and just proud to be a giant. Um, I was also involved in the Black History Club. Um, I was in choir. I'm trying to think what else. Um, student government. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's kind of what I was in in awesome. high school. Yeah. And then you left for college after that? So I actually went to IU Kokomo. I received an academic scholarship from there. And so um, my oldest daughter, Iman, who you all should be familiar with, that she used to work here for the chamber, um, Mm -hmm. after she graduated from college, I had her my senior year in high school. And so um, I knew that I was still going to pursue my education. And it just so happened that I did receive a scholarship to go to IU Kokomo. So for the first two years, I commuted um, to campus and then I moved to Kokomo for my last two years. So, yeah. And then went to TCC right after that, right? Once I graduated from college. Yeah, I graduated in June and I started with TCC in August of 1999. And yeah, I've been riding this wave ever since. (laughs) How did you originally get 
connected with TCC? Um, there was an ad in the newspaper. Really? <laughs> there was an ad in the newspaper and I sent my resume in and it took a while. But then I remember um, Sharon Lighty, who was one, one of the um, few people that have retired from mm-hmm. TCC, um, she called and set up an interview. Like I remember, I remember vividly, like I remember what I wore and everything. And so we went and interviewed with her and, um, it took a while for her to call back. So I was like, well, I didn't get that job. And then she ended up calling and, um, yeah, that, that's how it all started. So, I, I know we said that your title now is Director of, Engage, of Engagement. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had, uh, I have Leslie Winter in my head when she talks about um, the path, usually, what was it? Help me out. She said something about like the path of experience is usually longer or the path to leadership is usually longer. So mm-hmm. um, what what did you study and what was the original job you applied for? So I have a degree in finance and economics. Okay. And so the, the job that I applied for was accounts receivable. Oh, okay. And so I um, started in as accounts receivable. I did that probably maybe six months. And the company, you know, obviously you all, you all are all familiar with mm-hmm. um TCC and how it's grown over the years. And so I remember starting, we had 42 stores at that time. I could tell you the, the address, the number <laughs> of the store, right. I could tell you anything you want to know about those 42 stores. Um, and then as the company was growing, I then was um, voted in, we were voting at that time as team lead. I did that for a while. And then I was then promoted to assistant controller very, um, really quickly. And so I did that for a few years. And then I um, they needed an accounting manager. And so then, you know, I remember send, sending Phyllis Moorhead an email and just saying, like, I feel like there's some, you know, there's some skills that I have that haven't been tapped. So, you know, give me a chance. And so um, one of the beautiful things about what she did in knowing that I hadn't been in management, she created a um mentoring group with some other women there within the organization and so the four of us would meet like once a week for a few weeks she gave me a book that I had to read and we kind of talked about that and so she just really set me up for success and in, in um, understanding even what mentorship within the workplace looked like and so I was the accounting manager for probably six years and then was promoted to director of administration and I did that for a few years and then um I took on the task of overseeing, planning all of our big events, because at that time, again, as we're growing, we started having what we called our sales rallies. And so we were bringing in 12, 1300 people into our events and we were just, just so Lisa, Lisa throws an awesome party. (laughs) I heard heard a talent not tapped. Lisa is a party planner. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, So I did that. Mm -hmm. And so, um, two years ago, then it was, you know, um, we were talking about what does diversity, equity, and inclusion look like for round room or TCC. And so just had some conversations and um, I said, okay, I'm ready, ready for, for the next thing. And so I am very appreciative of the opportunities that I've been given. I know when people say like, oh, how long have you been at your organization? And I say almost 23 years or like, are you kidding? And I'm like, yes, because I've been given and granted the opportunity to recreate myself in one spot instead mm-hmm. of having to leave and go to different organizations. Mm-hmm. It doesn't it doesn't feel like you've been at the same job for that long because 
you've been lucky enough to be at the same employer, right. but you've been able to do something different. That's right. All, yeah. Every time it, before every it time. got stale or. Yeah. 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 And so great. that I, I do consider that a blessing to that be is. able to do that. Yeah. And the belief awesome. in you too, to identify like we want to keep this talent. And so we think there's untapped potential. So how do we leverage that to, to keep you satisfied and growing and, and challenging you? is really, really cool. Yeah. It's a great company. Well, and I really love what you said when you literally just went to the boss and said, hey, I think I can do more. Just give me a chance. Mm -hmm. And like, wow, mm -hmm. like that is so bold and so brave. And, you know, I, th I think we could all learn yeah. a little bit from that Absolutely. as well, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, and I remember being so nervous and typing up the email. And um, at that point in time, I felt like we had just got our email addresses. I mean, literally <laughs> I had just brand gotten new. email addresses. And I just remember looking at it and reading it and rereading it and telling other people, come and read this, make sure this sounds okay. And then mm -hmm. I finally hit send. And mm -hmm. yeah, so. Then you um, have that panic moment, like, oh my God, I can't take it back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's out there now. Yeah. Like, well, I might be coming home early today. <laughs> Out there. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's good. And that's when really you great. were talking about like who we call for that support to check it, to read it, to make sure mm -hmm. it sounds right, that type of thing. What kind of circle do you have around you? Like your a spouse, your friends, like I always like to think about people's circles and yeah. where they come from and that mm -hmm. type of thing. So what's that look like for you? So, yes, I have all of those things. Like um, <laughs> I will say that Anthony is, um, you know, if someone asks who's my best friend, I would say that he is my best friend. Um, and we were, you know, friends in high school and never would have thought that we would have <laughs> been together with three kids and, you know, married <laughs> for over 19 years. But here we are. And that's um for another episode, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, this one's about you. <laughs> right. Um, and then of course I have very good friends. Um, my best friend is Alicia Morell. And so she's a principal at Francis Slocum and um, we've just shared our, our lives and, you know, raising our kids together and just so many things. Um, and then as far as uh, my mentors, um, Gary Stroman, who unfortunately passed away almost a year ago. Um, I met her when I was in college and um, just a phenomenal woman. And so she was just someone that no matter what the situation was, whether it was with marriage, whether it was with kids, and definitely in regards to um, working in corporate America and working, you know, having a, a working just period, she was just someone that I could always reach out to and just ask questions and just mm -hmm. say like, okay, here's the situation. What's your perspective? How should I approach this? What are your thoughts? What would you do? And so she was just amazing, amazing person. So mm -hmm. I miss her dearly, um, especially like as I've transitioned into this new role as the director of engagement. Um, and just, you know, I had that first year to be able to, to um, consult with her. But then now that she's passed away, like, you know, I've had to lean in on some other people. And so I miss her dear, dearly. Mm -hmm. so sorry to hear that. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so Lisa, so during the time that you've been at TCC, they made the move to down near Indy. Mm -hmm. Um, what was your thought process going through that? you know, you're with the company, you love the company, you also love this community, sure. but you want to stay. What is it? What was the thought process like when you made the decision to commute? Right. And so, um, we had the conversation when they decided that they were going to relocate to Carmel. Um, and they said, Hey, here's what we're thinking. We're going to relocate. We would love for you to come down and move, um, with us or, you know, how, whatever you choose to do. And so, I 
thought about it. Um, but, but at that time, Iman had, um, I think she was a junior in high school. Mm. And so thinking about that, we knew that we wouldn't do anything right in the middle of her um, being, you know, she, we wanted, she wanted to finish at Marion and we didn't want to disrupt what she had going on. So we said, okay, well, we'll give it a couple years, mm. um, let her finish school, get her settled um, into college. And then at that time when it's like, okay, now we can consider within my middle daughter, Arden, was transitioning from Faulkner Academy to McCullough. And we went and did a um, like a tour at McCullough, just like an orientation type mm -hmm. of thing. And she um, she's more of my lighthearted kid. Like she's not that, you know, she's she's a two on the Enneagram mm -hmm. too. Like people pleaser, <laughs> all of those things. And she just looked at me with a serious face and she said, Mommy, I don't I don't want to move. Like I, mm. this, I, this is where I'm supposed to be. Oh. So I'm like, okay. Oh. You're like, oh, hell. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Because that's now like, what? Again, it's like, oh, go with the flow, mm. go with the flow, yeah. whatever you want. That's and serious the business way, then. Yes, in the way that she approached me, I knew um, that we weren't supposed to go anywhere. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, so here we still are <laughs> um, many years later. And so we commuted to Carmel for a few years and now um, our office has been relocated to Fishers. And so we, we came back after the pandemic, which was last May, um, we moved to our Fishers office. And how is that? So I think about things that I do on a drive, right? Because mm -hmm. I used to drive a lot for work. What are... The things, do you listen to podcasts? Do you just jam out to music? I know at one point in time, I love to sit in the silence of my car <laughs> with nothing on. Yep. So what are some of the things that you do on that commute back and forth? Sure. So it's not often that I sit in silence, but there are definitely <laughs> times where I just have to. Right. Um, that is just where I'm at. I have to. I may just sit in silence. I may pray. I mean, it just really depends. Mm -hmm. um, but normally, I'm either... Um, having a meeting, you know, talking, you know, to a coworker, <laughs> just working through something, there's a meeting, um, or I'm listening to podcasts, or I definitely am jamming out to music. Yeah. Well, I always wonder with people that, that do make the commute, and most of the times we're talking to people that are making the commute from living down there to working up here and then going back. Um, so I really applaud you for choosing to live here mm -hmm. and stay connected to this community, even though you have to drive out to work. Um, what people do on that long commute, you know, right. and the idea of, yeah, so I work while I'm driving. Mm -hmm. We have the ability to do that. But yeah. what podcasts are yeah. you listening to right now on your commute? So, so as I was on my way home from work today, <laughs> I listened to Into America um, by Tremaine Lee. I definitely he um, his shows come out every Thursday. So I listen to that. I listen to um, therapy for black girls. Mm -hmm. um, I listen to um, the daily Trevor Noah. Um, yes. <laughs> I love Trevor. Um, every morning I listen to um, NPR. I wrote it. Mm -hmm. What's um, up first? Because yes. I just want to know like what's happening. Like right. what did I miss? What's going on in the world? So I listen to Upward, uh, Up First. And um, we have a friend who has a podcast called Stakes is High. And so I listen nice. to his podcast also. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. That's normally an in podcast question, but it yeah. Yeah. Kind of fits. yeah, it fits. Yeah, it fits. It's all right. <laughs> 
So Lisa, um, I uh, have had the fortunate um, experience of hearing you sing. I'm not going to put you on the spot. I'm not. But um, but she kind of is. Uh, no, no, yeah. you don't have to sing. You do not have to do it. But when I say it's been a fortunate experience, I mean, um, when I hear you, I, I feel like I'm experiencing you. Like you are giving your full soul when you sing. Um, so can you share with me a little bit about where that passion was um, started for you. Yeah, so I'll go back and talk to talk about my dad again. Mm -hmm. um, he um, was a wonderful singer also. And so I remember like I was probably five when I first start singing in the choir and I just wouldn't sing in like the children's choir, but I was in like the young adult <laughs> choir and like the mass choir and all the <laughs> choirs because like if he was going and singing and then I was going with him. And so I just kind of got placed in there. So singing has always been um something you know important to me and um same thing like I just would my dad would always be humming or singing or doing something all the time whether he was cutting the grass if he was getting ready to work there was always some type of tune or something that he would just be humming and so um I find myself doing the exact same thing all the time so if you are around me and I just may be humming away there's always some song or something that's that's going on yeah. you're, just, you're hearing the soundtrack in my head something just may be in my my spirit or on my yes. heart and then I'm just like you know just humming away mm -hmm. yeah yeah what 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 you attach to that feeling at that moment so mm -hmm. I love it I'm, yeah I'm sorry you guys haven't experienced it <laughs> I, am, I am too now yeah, wow. yeah. Wow. maybe a green room later did any of the kids any of the kids kind of latch on to that too so I tell all of my kids um, that they have beautiful voices. Um, so funny. I, I think Iman might have been in the choir at church for a short period of time just because she was going with me. Um, but I think she probably if she had to pick, she is very creative and she's artistic, um, but singing probably isn't her thing. She can definitely draw. And um, she's like had a iPods since they first came out. So she <laughs> loves music, right? Yeah. So I think if anything, she would probably be attached to DJ um, to music through being a DJ of some sort, but mm -hmm. not necessarily singing. Um, Arden was in choir, and also she has sang on the praise team with me a couple times at church, and so um, that she's done that just this past year. And I think she's kind of discovered, oh, okay, this is what praise and worship is like, and <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So hopefully she fosters that and you know continues to to pursue what that is and then ace um he has a beautiful voice but i doubt that anyone would ever hear him sing <laughs> um, so funny he calls you know if you if you know ace he's six one six two now like 300 pounds center of the uh, center of the football team um just a big guy and so he raps a lot. And so his rap name is like Lil Ace, which is like. <laughs> <laughs> There's so nothing funny. little about it. Nothing. Nothing. So that's like, that's why it's so hilarious. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, so funny. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. Where We Landed is sponsored today by KB Computers, located in the Boston Hill Center in Marion. When you find yourself in need of a computer repair, web services, or business IT, KB Computers is able to help. You will work directly with the local team that can meet your needs with amazing customer service. Open Monday through Thursday, 9 to 5.30 and Fridays, 9 to 5. The KB Computer team is ready to help. Just give them a call at 765-668-7700 or reach out to them 
via Facebook at facebook.com slash KB Computers, Inc. Thank you to KB Computers for sponsoring today's podcast. So I also like to go back to like the soul care and what it is that people, when we're all working in these really difficult positions, Mm -hmm. sometimes you're dealing with diversity, equity, inclusion, those kinds of things. What do you do other than singing and getting lost in the tunes in your world um, that you do to feed back into yourself that inspires you and kind of recenters you when you're in those spaces sure yeah definitely um because it is a heavy topic it definitely is there's so much weight that comes along with it um and I would say that the weight comes because there's a fine line between me um, doing the work and then also showing up as a black woman you know and how that work directly impacts and affects me so there's a very thin line there but um so going to my music praise and worship is my first go-to the other thing is just reading books and having conversations with other people that are familiar with the space and that also does the work that Mm -hmm. is where I get um my energy and like the encouragement to keep going to keep Mm -hmm. going just like refills your cup absolutely yeah Yeah. Yeah. and I also mentioned Gary too she is um not only was she my mentor, she's uh, my sorority sister. And so I have to give a shout out to Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, my sorority <laughs> sisters, like just that sisterhood and just being able to connect with them. Um, it's just amazing. So yeah, that those are my, my, my go-tos. So you're reading. So now I got to ask, what have you been reading? <laughs> sure. So again, being that six on the Enneagram, I figured okay. you were going to ask the question. So <laughs> that normally um, comes at the end, yes. but you know, <laughs> yes. So I have, um, recently read, like I finished a book called $2 a day living on almost mm. nothing in America. Mm. Um, that, book um and just understanding like what what that is how do you live off of two dollars a day and just breaking that down and hearing the stories of survival and how to make it in america and two dollars two dollars a day and some of the systems that have been created to keep people at living off two dollars a day is just good books i recommend that i'm reading right now a book called this here flesh by um cole arthur and um that book is just it has a lot of um statements like it's okay for me to rest. And, you know, it's kind Mm -hmm. of like inhale this statement. It's okay for me to rest and like exhale. um, You don't have to do anything. You know, it's just like different, different things. And so it's just a beautiful book that she's written. Um, I keep talking about the Enneagram right now. I'm like doing a daily devotion on being a six and some of those, um, you know, the fear that the anxiety and all of those things that come along with being that, like how to um, accept just me being me and how Mm. to um, understand that even though that I'm a planner and I want plan A, B, C, and D, that sometimes having plan D is what works out. And so when someone's like, oh, I don't, I, we don't have a straw. And I'm like, oh, I got one. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when it works out, it really works out. Yeah. And then understanding like, um, that intuition of like, something's just not right. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, I've just had to like tell my family, like, you have to listen to me. This doesn't seem safe. And mm-hmm. this is why, um, you know, maybe nine times out of 10, I'm just overthinking. But sometimes it's that one time that where time, that yeah. it can be, you know, yeah. life saving or life changing. So, um, and then I just downloaded, it's called Invisible Woman. Uh, uh, it's data 
bias in a world um, designed for men. So I just downloaded that. Mm-hmm. I haven't started reading it yet, but I'm ready. I'm going to be ready it. to receive that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I am. Gonna, yeah, start listening to that on Monday. Yeah. Do you prefer to read, read or audio? It just really depends on where sometimes I want to hold a book and then other times I just want to listen. So it just depends. And so like this book, like I want to get through it really quickly. So I'm, I've downloaded it. So then that yeah. way I can listen to it as I ride to work. Because I get nerdy. If I'm a, reading a book for like work or a study group or something like that, I want the book so mm-hmm. I can like write notes and right. annotate <laughs> yeah. it all and color highlight it and all that stuff. And then if I'm just reading for pleasure, then I don't mind listening to it or, mm-hmm. you know, having right it on, on Kindle, a Kindle yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yep. Well, um, so you are busy with work commuting you got these kids you're raising <laughs> and i are almost out the door almost yeah, yeah. Out the door. <laughs> not but, that you're counting right <laughs> you're like mm. but i've also had the pleasure of serving on a couple boards with you mm-hmm. so yeah. you you somehow find time to give back to this community as well you want to talk a little bit about some of the board service some of the things you do in your sure. other time yeah so um I, other time <laughs> right. so i talked about being proud to be a giant so i am on the marion high school alumni association which kylie and i serve on together mm-hmm. um i am i can say as today i'm the past president of thriving family um, <laughs> which we run together <laughs> but voted for a new president as of yesterday <laughs> so i serve yes yeah, so i'm still on that board um i also serve on um i have a dream academy preschools mm. board yeah. um that's been a wonderful experience um let me see what else i talked about my sorority mm-hmm. so i'm active in that mm-hmm. and more than a phone which is our nonprofit um through tcc okay. so yeah i'm on that board also and what, what is, does that do yeah yeah so more than a phone we um we give cell phones and cellular service to survivors of domestic violence. So um, we that's it's been wonderful um, to sit on that board and just see the impact that this has on people's lives. And so we've given away thousands of phones um, right now, not only so so basically how how it's set up. We partner, we have our employees we have stores all over the all over the country, we have an employee find a shelter um, in their community. And then they, of course, contact um, Courtney Kibble, who is our director of programs for more than a phone. And so then that's how we create that partnership. And so right now we're in, I believe, 70 different shelters all over the country. And so, yeah, those, you know, people that come in and need cellular service, we're able to provide that for them for um you know, I think it's up to four months. And then after that, like, you know, the hope is then they are able to be on their feet and be able to take care of and, you know, pay for their service. But, you know, we're, we'll provide that as long as they need it. And if I can share, I hope you're okay with this. Um, uh, Hands of Hope, which is yes. here mm-hmm. in Marion and Grant County, was one of the pilot stores. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so that was really great. And I know, like the appreciation and the impact of, mm-hmm. of how that, and, and so, yes, they give them a phone, but then they also give them uh, at the time, I believe it was three months of cellular right. service would come right. with it. So I'm not sure what that program looks like right mm-hmm. now, but um, so it didn't feel like a liability or it right. didn't feel like, Oh, well, how am I going to take care of this? Mm-hmm. The, the point was, is that it meant to be a lifeline. So sure. Yeah, yep, absolutely. We were yeah. so grateful for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and we've seen with uh, the company TCC, which was Moorhead head, 
there was a lot of concern like what's this going to look like when they leave our community because it was such a staple and they've stayed very very engaged Mm -hmm. even through the pandemic um i worked with julie to get you know ipads so that our partners could then Mm -hmm. work remotely with their clients and stuff like that and made sure that there was service to those and that type of thing so um i'm just really grateful not only for that but just um what feels like from our community a real passion around like not just oh you need to pull yourself up from your bootstraps but how can i help you pull yourself up right right. yeah and so um Mm -hmm. it's real impressive and to know that we've got marion residents leading those charges is really really cool too Mm -hmm. so so we heard you talk about um you know arden's uh, pull to say mom let's stay here Mm -hmm. Dad, this is the place for me. Um, what's still keeping you here now? Now we know Ace is close, but when we just talked about that, you know, what keeps you here? Like what, um, when you have, you know, maybe friends that don't live here, right? what are you like, we got to go do this. I got to show you this. This is so awesome. Or it could be, where do you choose to go dining or, you know, what, what about Marion do you just love? Yeah. So because I've been here for so long, of course, you know, like we've got family here. We have friendships here My you know, my church mm-hmm. um, that keeps us here. Um, and I just, you know, it's home yeah. um, and just being able to go up the road and just hang out or, you know, and just being able to go to the grocery store and see someone and just having that connection. Mm-hmm. Um the thought of what does that look like if you move away from here and starting that over again? I mean, it, you know, I don't know that I would necessarily want to do that. Mm -hmm. And so, and home is home. So, um, and I will say like, you know, my mom, my mom, excuse me, my mother is still here and um, she's not going anywhere. And so I, you know, when you talk about that sandwich generation of where you're Mm -hmm. in the middle of taking care of your your parents and then you also have your kids like I'm definitely right in the middle of mm-hmm. that I am a mm-hmm. all beef patty on that commercial right there <laughs> you probably won't understand because you're yeah. too young you can look it up later <laughs> I'll look it up yeah, yeah. I'll, look, I'll look for it on tiktok I'm, later. I'm feeling a little connected right, to people yes. my age yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so do you get the phone call then like i know we've talked about all of us went to marion and we have friend groups right mm-hmm. that have moved away and they you get the phone call or the facetime or whatever it is it's like oh you're still there yeah. like you ruined your life somehow to be still here in marion um, and we've discussed like how we've responded to that mm-hmm. do you get that and how do you respond to that type of phone call when it comes in yeah so i actually had a conversation with someone and i mean he just was like why are you still there i mean and, to and the that's point, the tone yeah like, <laughs> and it was to the point uh, that his question yeah. was so um I didn't even realize what he was asking me. Like, it was so like, are you really asking me that? That I didn't even get at first that that's what he was asking yeah. me. And then you're like, let me tell you all the good reasons. Right. Yeah. So he was like, no, I mean, like, why are you still in Marion? You know, and I was like, oh, because I haven't been released. I haven't been released <laughs> from here. And mm-hmm. I honestly do mm-hmm. feel that way. Um, I think also when I was talking about Arden saying like, hey, I'm not ready to go was the same time. And I know you've interviewed um, Andrew Morell, mm-hmm. who was my pastor. Um, that was when he was starting um, Real Community. And so we 
were walking hand in hand with him um, as that church plant was taking place. And so it has just been um, a growing season. Um, the relationships that have developed even outside of that and um, just the knowledge that's been received through conferences and understanding what justice works looks like, what justice looks like through church. I mean, it's just been um, an amazing journey even there in understanding what a you know multi-class multi-ethnic ethnic um congregation looks like and what those relationships look mm -hmm. like too so that's that's another reason why we're still yeah. here there's work to be done there um within the church and just within our community so what are some of your favorite things to do or favorite places to go in grant county so let me see um the high school basketball games, yeah. <laughs> football games, um, mm -hmm. baseball games, like all of it. We, we participate even, you know, even if my kids aren't, you know, Arden was, a, my mom was a cheerleader. Arden was a cheerleader and Ace is involved in every sport. Like we're just always at the high school. Um, mm -hmm. So we, and, and even that short period of time when Iman had graduated and my kids weren't old enough yet, we were still, still at going. the basketball mm -hmm. games. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, as far as, um, Places to go. I'm gonna shout out Parker Seafood Kitchen. Yes, that yes. Is my, um, I haven't been. Yeah, <laughs> brother-in-law's mm -hmm. restaurant. So that's mm -hmm. been something new that we've you know supported them and them opening their restaurant. And so that's a spot that we hang out. Um, trying to think what else. Ashley's like we're at Ashley's all the time. <laughs> um, where else? Good time, Charlie's. Like I'm yeah. just about to you know. <laughs> This summer, for some reason, like it's yeah. just been like on Friday night. That patio, like, though, yeah, it's, yeah. it's so yeah, good. There's DJ and chicken wings. Like we just <laughs> and a good time. Like you know, <laughs> what else? Do you mean? Yes, yes. So, um, yeah. So those are just a few things. Mm -hmm. Nice, awesome. Um, so you've mentioned, um, you know, I got to know Iman really well while she worked here at the chamber um and arden i know just graduated mm -hmm. you want to brag on your kids a little bit oh, because absolutely. they are some high achievers yeah i <laughs> am really um proud to be a mother to my kids um it is probably if you were to ask me what's the greatest thing you've accomplished i would say you know even the highs and lows of, of parenting and being a mom i'm very proud of my kids so um yeah iman is living in dallas she's a city girl she absolutely loves it she works for fossil and she also works for a new company that's called Young King Hair Care that's based out of atlanta and so she's getting the best of both worlds there to uh they are in, um, you know, again, for you to, that know Iman, like fashion and makeup and mm -hmm. hair care and all of those things, that's her yeah. jam. Mm -hmm. And so they have a line that's targeting um, young black males. And so she's, mm. she's in that and doing marketing for them. And then of course, she's also working in the marketing department for Fossil which again is still designed so that again, yeah. she's, it's her world. Mm -hmm. um, and then Arden is um, going to IU in a couple of weeks. Yes. And, um, <laughs> so she's going to be a Hoosier. Um, mm -hmm. She was class president and she just got back from a DC trip with Mu Alpha Theta. So mm -hmm. with um, Doug Porter and they placed, this is a, they've gone for 10 years and this is the first time that the team has placed. So they placed oh, number 11. So it was cool. just really exciting. That's awesome. For, for yeah 
just yeah, for amazing. Yeah, the, the team yeah. for Mr. Porter. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so which has been exciting to watch. And, her. and Muaf Theta is the math club. The so. math club. Yes. Yep. yes the, the math, math club. club. Yeah. <laughs> and so Arden, she, she always says like, I'm not sure why he asked me to go because like I don't test well, but they make you do, there's like three people that has to do a speech. And so she got yes. signed up to do a speech because she is a pretty good public speaker. Yes. And so yeah, she had to go and do a speech on math and DC comics. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. And Ace. Yes. And Ace will be a junior. Um, he's actually at IU this week. He's at a STEM camp. Um, Jim Holland mm. um, is the Jim, Co- Jim Holland summer enrichment program is where he is this week. Pick him up tomorrow. And so he's there just experiencing um, other students outside of the community. Um most of them are minority students and most of the, the professors and the instructors are also minority. And so it's just um, a different, you know, a t- different vibe. So they're there learning what it looks like to live on a college campus, um, but also learning about biology and the body and all those different cool. things and just getting exposed to new people in different networks. And what are their interests? So we know Amon's doing marketing and that type mm-hmm. of thing. What are so there? Arden is going to major in, um, well, so biology, maybe switching that to public health, um, okay. possibly on the pre-med track, you know, okay. and, you know, not just again, just have options. Like if you decide right. that's not, you know, you go and you're going for three or four years, whatever, however, however long it takes her to get her bachelor's. And then she's like, yeah, I don't want to do this for another 12. Then you can still yes. use your public health degree right. to yeah. advocate for Make people. it stackable. Yes. Yes. So <laughs> that's what she's going to do. And then ACE, um, maybe engineering, maybe business i mean he's like a natural like salesman and like entrepreneur um so we don't know and which was one of the reasons why we wanted to send him to camp this week like you can maybe discover something you didn't know or you can start ruling things out yeah yeah that's i gavin is a junior this year so my oldest and that's where he's at like he's got five or six different ideas and i'm like okay well, you don't have to choose one, yeah. right? But you got to start limiting. Like, yeah. I don't want to ever have my kids feel limited, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, I don't want to pay for three years of college for you to turn <laughs> around and say, "Oh, I don't want to do this," right. and have to start back over. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> like, yeah. So, so we're, that's the elimination. Like, yeah. I, say, I may have to find out some camp ideas <laughs> from you because yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I was going to say, and meanwhile, I'm over here itching because my non-committal. I was like, I changed my major my junior year. <laughs> done a four so see. <laughs> it can't be done <laughs> i think now i mean you know we've even when we were in school it was just like oh you're going to change your major 12 times before yeah. you finally yeah. decide what you're going to do and i just think now that colleges and institutions are prepared for students yeah. and young yeah. people not to know what they want to do at right. 17 and 18 going right. Yeah, that's unless you're an eight. Yeah, unless you're an eight. You are because I was like, I did a camp my junior year of high school. I went to the Future World Leaders Summit. I wanted to go into politics. I went to politics at Manchester <laughs> University, and I worked for Congressman Dan Burton. Okay. Right. I'm like, I knew exactly what I was. And I doing. just went to the movies. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> <laughs> so I never did change my major, I, but then I also never used it. So <laughs> no. my degrees that. in economics, but yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm struggling really hard, like as a mom here, in regards to like <laughs> I had a plan, Gavin. Where is your plan? <laughs> yeah, that, I think that's one of the difficult things with parenting is not pushing on what we want for them. Right. Or like, here's what I experienced. You need to listen to me and just getting out of the way for yes. them to discover what it is and who they are. Yeah, right. yeah. that's right. why I see Ed Pereira. <laughs> 
<laughs> Papa Ed. <laughs> He's like, let it go. He'll be fine. <laughs> That's the statement. Oh, they'll be fine. He'll, He'll be, be fine. Failure's be fine. a part of it. That's right. right? He's not going to ruin his life. Me- like, okay. Meanwhile, I've been having conversations with Leo. He's nine, right? And he's... Um, concerned about what he's going to do um, when he goes to college, but does he get to come back home? Okay. <laughs> and then when he lives in his apartment, is he by himself? I'm like, okay, son. <laughs> I'm like, I don't need you worrying about this right now. <laughs> God love him. Yeah. At least now he's talking about leaving the house right. before he's like, what? I got to move out. <laughs> well, he, you know, yeah. at least, you know, he wants to come home. Yes. too. Yes. Right now. Right now. Yes. <laughs> Gavin's going across the country. Hunter's like, I won't be very far away. I'm like, as long as you leave, <laughs> <laughs> I have an emptiness plan. <laughs> I'm an eight. Yeah. Or you're going to be like, oh, we won't be here. Right. Right. You'll be here, but I won't. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, oh rabbit holes. Sorry. <laughs> So what are, you've talked about church planning, your faith, stuff like that. Um, We've talked about kids going off to college. Um, Are there hopes and dreams for your kids to be closer to here? We know Amon's in Dallas and, you know, like what? I don't know. I, um, well, I don't know. I guess I think about Arden and even, you know, we know that Iman is in Dallas and she took, you know, that was a leap of faith for her mm-hmm. even to, to yeah. do that. That wasn't necessarily in her stop who she is either, but it was like, okay, I'm going to grad school and it's not going to be here. So I'm either going to go here. Or I'm going to the East coast. And so she ended up in Dallas, fell in love with it. And she's there having a good time. Um, Arden um, went to China going in between her, I think it was her freshman yeah, and sophomore she was, year. She was young and yeah. she, yeah, she went without either one of you, right? That's right. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. she had the opportunity to go mm-hmm. to China for two weeks. And yeah. the second that she asked, she came home and she said, I think, you know, I had an opportunity to go with China and not to go to China. And I was like, really? And she said, I said, you want to go? And she said, yes. And it just was confirmation. I, you know, this may sound a little off, but, um, I remember like her being two years old and I knew that she was going to be a world traveler. And so Mm -hmm. when she said, I want to go to China, it just was confirming of who she is and that I just have to get out of the way. Like my fears and whatever it may be with her doing that, I had to step out of the way for her to be her. So um, do I see her continuing to travel the world and doing all kinds of things? Absolutely. And so when you're saying, will they come back here? Maybe, but she's probably going to be all over the world (laughs) and then maybe come back here right yeah um ace we say like oh he's not gonna go too far he'll be around (laughs) here but i think now you know he's got two big sisters who have kind of like set the the bar and set the bar for him (laughs) um and just now that he's had a little more exposure i'm not sure what he's gonna do i mean i've heard him talking to different people and asking questions i don't know he may stick Mm -hmm. around here or he may go far away i don't know yeah it's good to we always you want you want your kids to have like the opportunity mm-hmm. to leave, and if they decide to come back, then it's their decision, and yeah, you, you trust that they've they're making it. That's right. The right yeah, reason. you're just meant to be the safety net, mm-hmm. right? Well, yeah. and we've talked to a lot of people. I feel like on our show that have said, "I did that, 
But then when I wanted to have kids, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I came back here. Right. Yeah. Because I had the safety net, because my family was mm -hmm. here, because it was where I wanted to raise children. And yeah. so that's one thing I always think about that, you know, my husband never moved away. He mm -hmm. born and raised here, worked here. Converse is the furthest he's ever lived from Marion. <laughs> 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 right. And that was a struggle right. <laughs> to get him that far. And so, um, so just thinking about that, like the experiences they get and then they come back here. And then when we go out and travel and stuff, you get the whole, I met somebody that was from Marion or from <laughs> Grant County or, you know, we had one person that was like down in the, you know, where was it? Like Turks and Caicos. Yes. Okay. And ran into somebody in Carmel, like, you know, nobody else like on right the beach here. except yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> and so I just find that part of it kind of fascinating and yeah. like what draws people back and for the most part through this podcast we've heard it's i came back for my family right but that means somebody stayed here mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so to draw them back mm -hmm. right yeah. So. yeah yeah and i think even when you were saying um when you meet people that you know even if you are traveling somewhere and then there's like i mean i think when i dropped ace off at camp this week there was someone who um they weren't from Marion and I think their daughter went to Park Tudor or something and I'm not sure where he was from but when I said you know we are from Marion like he could just he was like oh yeah you're known for basketball yeah. and this person played there and then mm -hmm. coached and I mean just ran down the mm. whole line of things <laughs> and I just think so many people know what's going on in Grant County what's happening in Marion and, and I just think that anyone that's grown up here um, still is here, whether, you know, they've gone away and they've been gone for 50 years or whatever. They're still we all know what that thing is like mm -hmm, we, you mm -hmm. know, not that we can put words to it or whatever. But when you say, you know, Marion, Indiana or Grant County or Marion High School, it's just like there's an immediate connection no matter what. And so mm -hmm. yeah, that's that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that we talk about sometime is um we always talk about, you know, this narrative that we have um, about Marion and Grant County. Um, and and sometimes we're not very nice to ourselves. I would definitely say that. Um, but from the outside looking in, we do have some synergies. There are some things that are starting to move and potentially some good things that are happening. But, you know, what could you what do you see that we're missing or that we should be doing or that isn't happening? That's just in our way like what what's that little barrier mm -hmm. i'm going to call it a little one because mm -hmm. we can get over it right right but what what is that that that's just hindering our progress yeah i think um you said in our way and i think yeah. what we do is get in our own way yes um that mm -hmm. that's what happens and so that shows up in different ways sometimes mm -hmm. it is a a power dynamic of not wanting to relinquish control or you know, this was mm -hmm. mine and mm -hmm. I want it to stay exactly the way that it was. Um, but one of the things that I think is important, um, and I realize whether you're talking about in the community, when you're talking about nonprofit work, work if you're talking about Economic the church, development, if you're anything. talking about mm -hmm. um, in corporate work, you, we have to be, those of us that are now older, right? Like okay. we have to be open to what the young people are saying. And so tapping into our youth, um, even with the preschool, like developing them and un just 
giving them resources and opportunities at a, at a young age as they're growing, as they're developing, and just leaving space to hear what our youth have to say. Because, you know, as Whitney Houston said, they are our future. They literally <laughs> are. And so we have to um, look at things from their point of view because they know they are our future and they know where they want to go. And so are we leaving space for them? Mm-hmm. Are we hearing them? Do we have to do everything that they want to do, but at least leave space to hear what they're saying because they, they probably have a little more insight than what we do. Yeah. yeah. That's really great. It is. That's really great. So. so in thinking of that way, and I've had a lot on my brain lately in regards to like transitioning, moving mm-hmm. people forward, preparing people to take your job, that type of thing. How does the statement you just made, like right. leaving space for them, play into the work that you do, the volunteer work that you do, that type of thing? How are you enacting that? So if someone wanted to say, well, I'd love to do that, but I don't know what that looks like. Sure. That's funny that you even asked me that. Um, I had a meeting today and this conversation came up and I left the group of people I was meeting with the challenge of um, who, especially in regards to like diversity, equity, inclusion, Mm -hmm. if it can't stop with me, it can't stop with us. So if, you know, again, I said like in 23 years, I'll be here. Like I'm not probably going to be here another 23 years. And so like, who's going to take over this, this, the, these strategies and developing them and pushing that out. It has to be someone else. So it, and same thing, like if you're the president, if you are the VP and you um, retire or you transition into another role, who's going to take the baton from you and mm-hmm. keep pressing these messages out because they have, I mean, mm-hmm. we have to keep talking about it and we have to keep building so that 20 years down the road, like um, without it, we're not going to learn. We're not going to grow. I mean, and so you have to start um, having conversations. You have to start building relationships and you have to just have somebody right with you. Um, and again, be open to it being, you know, maybe, taking someone to lunch and just starting to just hear the voices of other people. So I just, you have to have somebody alongside with you um, the whole time so that when you do um, move on or pass away or retire or whatever the case, right? Mm-hmm. Those That's the reality yeah. of it. Someone else can, has, can fill your shoes. And so I, I've always had the philosophy of um, as a leader, I should be mentoring people to take my to yeah. take my spot because mm-hmm. I don't want to be in the same space forever. Because ideally you'd like to retire. Absolutely. <laughs> or just, you know, even if it's just to advance, like yeah. someone has to be able to step in the role that you're currently doing. And if there's no one, then mm. you're more than likely to stay right there because there's a need that needs to be met at this level. And, and so if you want to move on, you have to develop and mentor someone to take o- take it over. So um, yeah, just having those relationships and mentoring and sponsoring people to take your job. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's okay. You'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Like there, you know. <laughs> yeah. It is scary <laughs> to let go. Fine. I need you to record that. Just yeah. record that and It'll just like okay. let that play in there. It'll be okay. Right. You'll be fine. Yep. You'll be I, fine. I, I really need that. Like, yeah. You say it and then sing it and then whisper it. Then <laughs> yeah. I guess I mean, and even like the twenty three years that I've been at TCC, I've seen people grow and develop and get, you know, new jobs and new positions. And some of them, you know, may may have become a VP before I did, but that's been okay. Like it's, I'm still okay. It's yeah. fine. Like yeah. what's for them is for them. Right. And what's You're for me is for me. For yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That, because I know I planted a seed, yes. whatever the case, this is what you were supposed to do. Yes. That's for yeah. you. And yeah. what's for me is for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, 
Lisa, we've gone way over on our time. We're, <laughs> we're sitting at like 53 minutes already. Oh, wow. okay. So um, I think we've covered podcasts and books. Are yeah. you watching any TV shows that we need, need to know yeah. about? What's on your how, how would you even find time to watch TV? If right. You did? Well, I watch a little bit of TV like before I go to bed. Okay. Mindless yeah. entertainment. Yeah. What's the, like, what's the show you and Anthony have to watch together? So we wa- we're currently watching Ozark. Oh, um, right before bed. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> the only he time, literally right? watches us. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, Netflix. I'm still watching this. <laughs> I mean, the first thing we do is turn the timer on the TV. Like both of us kind of know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, actually a really good tip. Yeah. yeah. Turn on the timer. Yeah. The I show's think, over. Yeah. Go to sleep. Because mm-hmm. I, I'm like, no, one more page. Let's watch one more show. No, we got one more. One more. One more. And I'm not that tired yet. I like yeah. that. Yeah. I'm like, I gotta see the end. No. We're. we're, we're I'm more out and so is Anthony. So yeah, so the um so Ozark, um Lincoln Lawyer, I watched that. Ooh, that's on my list. I'm trying to think. Um what else am I watching? That's that's probably it. Because once I commit to something, even if it's not good, I watch it. You watch it all the way through. (laughs) I'm loyal. Even if it's not good. (laughs) Like Like, I've tried to watch Ozark several times. I can't get past the second episode. So good. Like I'm so bored. So I will say, like I didn't start watching that until season three because mm-hmm. anthony was watching we don't have we don't share the similar tastes and like he watches mm-hmm. first 48 and i don't like watching that right um and so that is one thing that we started watching and i kind of got into it so mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. most yeah. of the other stuff like he probably won't like their housewives he's not gonna watch with me <laughs> yeah. um, i watch survivor with my sons because uh-huh. steve can't stand it oh. <laughs> i think yeah. Paige was gonna try out for survivor Gavin wants really? to try a while out for, ago. Are they like, still making younger years? They are. <laughs> they are. Gavin yeah. wants to do Survivor. Yeah. 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 I told him they invite family, invite your cousin, not me, because I will fail at anything. <laughs> <laughs> Another funny show that I love watching now that's out is um, The Upshaws, which has like my nose. Yeah. So funny. Yeah. Yes. And it's kind of like based out of Indianapolis. And so oh, like okay. they, they are very intentional in making reference to like. Oh. Um, like Indiana and Indianapolis. And so it's, cool. it's really like, funny. Mm-hmm. Like some Hoosierisms. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Very feel cool. connected to it. I know, awesome. I know that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Well, Lisa, thanks for joining us. We've, I've loved this hour and hope our listeners have too. Thanks for being here. And if you're listening, make sure to like subscribe um, and we will see you next week. Have a great day. Thanks for having me. Bye. Today's podcast was engineered by Kyra Montero of Frequency Canvas.